0: I'll admit, I'm pretty bad with names. I don't take much stock in myself. Oh, I've had plenty throughout the ages, but none of them ever stick. But I know I'm a special case. Some folks, the name's all they've got. The lucky ones will cling to it like a blanket, shield themselves from the world behind it. Others will use it as a weapon, use their name to take what ain't theirs and claim to be righteous. A few, of course, are like me, where their name changes like I know. A name can be a sad. A name can be a curse. A name can be an awakening, a birth, a dream, a being unto itself. I guess I just never needed any of those things. To An Atlas of the World Unknown, an actual play podcast centered on imaginative world building and emergent storytelling. I'm your host, Paul Dahlenberg. Uh, joining me today is Kai. Hello. And Sasha. Hi. Today we're going to be playing a game I've titled Looming, which is a hack of The Quiet Year by Avery Alder and Spindle Wheel by Sasha Renault, whose voice you just heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at this point, you've likely heard a couple other games of Looming, but in case you haven't, we're generally going to follow the structure of The Quiet Year, drawing a map of a community through the course of the year and watching it go through its struggles and triumphs. And we'll use Wheel to focus on, on specific characters and moments in the game and end up with a strange story of a small piece of a strange world. <laughs> so, let's get started. To begin, uh, we're going to do... We're going to read the world. So we're going to lay out a spindle wheel spread and then interpret it together.
1: Wow. There's some interesting ones.
0: Yes, there are indeed. Oh, my. Okay. So let's start with our center. Our center is the apprentice crossed with the hearth. Apprentice reads bright eyed, strong willed, attentive, ambitious. Crossed with hearth. The top of Hearth is crackling fire, a hot meal, a roof overhead, a comfortable silence, or closing doors, turning a blind eye, keeping your head down to weathering the storm. How do either of you interpret that?
2: I like the idea of, um, finding comfort and safety in, like, homes where we oughtn't find those things. Like, um... In in the same way that there are like thriving
0: ecosystems in like geothermal uh, thermal vents, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, so we, that's cool.
0: Yeah, we can discuss that more. Let's go on to our bane and our boon. Our bane is Roman candle, glory and glamour, a dazzling display, a garish firework, or shock and awe, sound and fury, a mask slipping to reveal fangs. And opposing that is our boon, uh. Would someone else read the boon?
1: I can do it. Uh, it's the adversary, proud, venomous, obsession unswayed by reason or patience. And uh, you know what? Let's just read upside down. A childhood rival, a worthy opponent, a moving finish line. Oh, I really like that moving finish line.
2: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Is it like there's always some like a like something like a, a bigger challenge to me? And that's what like pushes us on or Yeah, we're we're lifelong
0: learners.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a striving.
0: Alright, and then finally, uh what's our desire, Sasha?
2: Our desire is Dippold's lens, a misdiagnosis, a lack of direction, a paralysis of choice, or a change in perspective, a clarifying of vision. I, I do like a change in perspective, um, since it sounds like we uh, don't. While we we are making these these uh, inhospitable places homes, I don't. I feel like we don't really stay put. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's like we we come into a place and then make good housing for the people there, and then decide that that we're like. Uh, that we want more of a challenge, um, and move on to the next more difficult terrain.
0: And our method towards that desire is Volcano, a dormant (laughs) goddess, a cooling island, lush with sprouts, a season of peace, or thunder and fire, a column of ash, lava, black and crackling red. I think it could be either.
2: I have an idea for it, but I've read a bunch of these already, so I want to give someone else a chance. And what's this card doing again?
0: This is our community's method towards its desire.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And, like, these cards are our starting impression of our community. They will not determine who they end up being, necessarily.
1: Mm. Mm Hmm. Um, Then I like it as it's facing now, with the Dormant Goddess Cooling Island lush with sprouts season of peace they can all speak to something about um work already completed meaning it's time to move to the next
0: yeah Hmm. okay next we read our fates so uh sasha you can remember the names of the fates better than i can (laughs) i sure can um first is clotho uh how you begin okay and Kai, what is our clotho? Uh,
1: is that walkers? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, stilt-legged fishers, trembling giants, a long reach with a frail limb, and alternatively, endurance hunters, steady pursuers, tireless trackers.
0: Okay, so that's who we were. So that kind of leans into like the idea that we've been traveling for a long time, from challenge to challenge
1: mm-hmm yeah yeah the second one a little more
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay uh are is it like uh i've been saying lachesis who even lachesis. knows all right i will trust you <laughs> the greeks the, the greeks know the but you know words Our lachesis is blizzard a cutting white cold in the wind snow smothering the word and world and quiet or a cold snap a sudden freeze a moment in time suspended in frost so that's where we currently are
2: i love i love the idea that we've we we started from like sort of a nomadic uh phase and have ended up in uh a, a moment in time suspended in frost like we're stuck here for the moment
1: um, yeah and it's such an interesting contrast to the imagery of the volcano
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Cool. I like
2: it.
0: And Sasha, what is our atropos? Uh,
2: uh, it is bridge, a choke point, a shortcut, rope and wood haphazardly lash, or a stable connection, a thoroughfare, a mountain oh. hollowed.
0: Yes. And I should note that in one of our other games, yeah. the bridge ended up being an actual physical bridge in the world that was. A broken passage to the, to the afterlife or to Ooh. another world.
1: So because these are eventually interconnecting, should we come up with something different or should we just steal that whole clock? Cause I like it a lot.
0: Well, we don't need to answer that question right now because oh, I see. Okay, the good. bridge as our Atropos uh, won't show up until winter and then it will appear as our last luminary, but we don't need to worry about that for now. Okay, now all these cards come over and form our community deck. And then each of us should draw three cards into your hand.
2: All right. Ooh.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, So you're going to use one of those cards to establish an initial geographic feature, another one to establish a starting resource, and you get to hang on to the third one as long as you want. So be thinking about that. Okay. Initial map features. Each of us gets to describe an initial feature of the space that our community lives in and drawing that on the map. And you play one of your cards to represent that.
1: Um, I have a question yes. um, about when we play this card, are we supposed to put it in a certain place?
0: Um, it will go into the community
2: deck. Okay.
0: Um, I can put one down. Okay. What do you have?
2: I'm putting Prince of Fate. Um, Deposed and exiled. Di- titles revoked. Respect rescinded. Um, and this is a... Um, all that remains of a castle that was once um, uh, the sort of dominant landmark of of, of this place. Um, but is now in mostly rubble. Um, and has grown over, over and uh, has been... Um, picked over for building supplies for other buildings um mm-hmm. uh but the the part of it that remains is the um the throne room and specifically the sort of dais with the with the throne on it and the throne is cracked in half um yeah it's uh covered in all sorts of greenery um uh but it's too too heavy to be moved so it it has stayed here yeah
0: interesting so old ruins
1: um I think I have mine too. Alright. It's going to be darkness, um, but the other side, which is a curtain thicker than the absence of light. um, And it will represent a waterfall. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I'll put it a little bit in the opposite corner of where you started, Sasha.
2: Hmm.
1: So I'll work on that. Um, And what's think unusual about this one is waterfalls you know when they catch the light they usually will make a rainbow um Mm. and this one just never will um it doesn't matter where the sun is where the moon is any of that it just it's uh it's only only ever going to get shadow um like through the droplets um and so, that will be my darkness card.
0: Okay, I think I'm gonna play Moon, and take it literally. <laughs> in that, um, there is a large landmass that just hovers above us. Good. I don't know. It kind of like drifts back and forth a little bit, but it's just like you know, floating. It's just a floating island of land. I think it's somewhat spherical, but very lumpy. Just like a real moon would be. I mean, it's far too low for gravity to explain why it stays there.
2: But it's like in atmosphere?
0: Um, yeah, I think it generally tends to stay like 400 to 500 feet above us.
1: That's fine. Uh, nothing ominous there. <laughs> <laughs> nothing
0: at all. So yeah, I'll draw that. And Next, we need to think about important resources for our community. So each of us will pick a resource. After we've all picked resources and played cards for them. Uh, We will decide which of those resources is abundant, leaving the other two scarce. And resources can be very specific, from like food or fuel or um, lumber, to something much more like weird and metaphysical, like hope or knowledge of trees. Cool. I have a resource. I'm going to play Apostle, and say that our resource is Faith. Apostle reads The discontent, the faithful gadfly, persistent and critical, or true believer, zealous prophet, servant of the pious. So probably that side more.
1: Interesting. Okay, I think I have a resource too. I've got the scholar, which I think combines nicely with your apostle. Yes. Um and it was it was funny when you say critical because that's Right up in uh in the scholar's first description, which is scrivener, documentarian, uh, insatiably critical and curious, or uh, and this is a sad one, so I don't know about this, but <laughs> overwhelmed and underpaid, dispassionate, and sleep deprived um, i'm so do we do we choose which or does it being in abundance or scarcity? Define which side of the card we we use.
0: Um, you know, you kind of play it how you feel you should play it. This, Mm -hmm. this game is much like Spindle Wheel, kind of interpretive, that sometimes I left the rules kind of vague. Yeah. And at first I was like, hmm, that's a problem. I was like, no, (laughs) it's just in the spirit of the thing.
1: Well, so some of the Spindle Wheel cards are pretty, um, pretty clearly... One seems nicer and one seems more negative. Yeah. And others are not. Others are more um, ambiguous. But I think the scholar is pretty clear. So I would like to let it be chosen which of the two scholar halves. It is based on whether it winds up being abundance. But in general, it means, um, you know, in conjunction with that faith in our community, there is Uh, a strong tradition of study and whether that's of the faith or of the moon or any other natural phenomenon it's it's prized
0: okay i'll write down study skills
2: okay okay so i think that my uh resource i'm gonna play the final rose for um And I'm going to have it as uh, the last bloom of the season, a tribute and invitation. Um, And um, my initial thought was that it would be like a specific plant life um, that is like a a good physical resource. Um, But something about a tribute and invitation is also sort of intriguing, um, where it's like this maybe maybe it's the appeal of our uh, our our little uh faction uh for other like that draws other people as like an interest or um or a a way of life um which of these uh sounds better do you think hmm.
0: it's kind of nice to have like one more concrete one like one thing that we can physically have yeah yeah cool
2: then it's it's a very cool, uh, very useful kind of, of of plant that, uh, we tend, and can cultivate. Okay,
0: do you have, what kind of plant is it? Like a flower, like the final rose would be, or is it a crop, or is it more like a tree or a bush?
2: I think it definitely flowers. Um, it might be, like, um, I don't. probably like there are trees that both flower and and fruit. Um, so, yeah, it's it's one of those. Okay.
0: I'll just call them the, uh, good trees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, do we need to draw something indicating our resource too, right?
0: Yeah, we'll do that once we decide whether they're abundant or scarce. Oh, okay. So are we abundant in faith, study skills, or good trees? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the volcano card does mention sprouts, so mm. it could... Be nice to have a physical abundance and perhaps the sort of stagnation or um, the what was it everything frozen in place is based on right um, is based on uh, a scarcity of faith and a scarcity of that scholarship and studiousness.
0: I'm good with that. So we are abundant in good trees, which we should come up with a better name for, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, scarce in faith and sk- study skills.
2: Maybe roseheart trees.
0: Yeah, roseheart nice. trees is good.
2: They have like sort of orange leaves to begin with, and then some cool flowers, and then some fruits and
0: stuff. Yeah, that's nice because that works with the seasonality of this game. You know, as different seasons come, the trees will look different. Yeah. Okay, we've gotten our initial map features. We've gotten our starting resources. Um, where's our community in all of this? Where do we live on this map? It's always good to establish that. Um. Hmm.
1: I was thinking. I mean, we have a big empty space between the the ruins. And the waterfall. Yeah. Um, and it would also put people away from the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, which can make sense. Uh, it being a place to like, maybe you don't want to be too close to it, even though <laughs> you're not going to escape it if it falls.
0: Um, yeah. All right. I think that's everything we need to do to set up. And we're going to play the quiet year as normal with a few alterations. Have both of you played the Quiet Year before?
2: Yes. I haven't.
0: Good. So the only thing I've added is there's a few opportunities to draw Spindlewheel cards into your hands. There will be intermissions between the seasons. We'll discuss that when we get there. And um, instead of taking Contempt, you draw from the deck. Uh Or rather, that is the method of taking Contempt. Doesn't matter
1: which you... Oh, uh, not from the Community deck, but from the Spindlewheel deck.
0: Uh, yes, from the spindle wheel deck during spring and summer. Okay. And then there's a fourth action you can take, which is read the fates, where you can choose a specific person or situation that either new or pre-existing and do a spindle wheel spread for them. And that gets drawn from the community deck and people can contribute cards to that reading if they want. Mm -hmm. So like, I could be like, hmm, I want to figure out what's up with this moon. So I'm going to read the fates on it. And then let's say that both myself and Kai choose to add cards to that reading. We draw take, four from the. To, t-
1: to take control of it.
0: Well, then we draw four more from the community deck, shuffle those together, lay them out as a spread, and then the person who cho- took that action gets to interpret that spread as much or as little as they want.
1: Okay, that's excellent.
0: It adds an interesting dynamic to the game. Because <laughs> all of a sudden you can realize that something is not what you thought it was. Hmm. and uh, who would like to take the first turn I can go alright go for it
2: okay uh, seven of hearts uh, where does everyone sleep who is unhappy with this arrangement and why or what natural predators r- roam this area are you safe um, I think that there are Um, my immediate instinct was tigers because tigers are cool you uh, can have tigers.
1: I agree, they super are. So
2: yeah, we have we have tigers. Uh are we especially safe? Kind of. Um I feel like we have figured out some way to keep them out. Or have we? How how long have we
0: been here? That's a good question. How long have we been here?
2: Like have we have we been here long enough to put walls up? Or like build houses?
0: Um
1: I mean you can build a house. Pretty quickly, yeah, but, depending on the climate.
2: Um, yeah, but can you build a tiger-proof house? Oh. Uh,
0: I'd say we've probably been here a month. Okay,
2: so probably not. Um, <laughs> no, uh, we are not safe. There are tigers in the woods.
0: And now you can take an action, Sasha.
2: So I can start a project, or...
0: Or is it... There's a list of things to do. You can start a project... Hold a discussion, discover something new, or read the fates. Okay.
2: Um I'm going to um, start a project which is uh to um make friends with the tigers.
0: That's a good project. Ooh.
2: I'd like to be friends with this these tiger shaped uh people.
1: Dangerous creatures.
2: Mm.
0: How many weeks do you think that will take?
2: Um, let's say, uh, three. I feel like at the end of three, uh, we should know whether or not this is working.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three weeks seems reasonable. All right. So that's the end of Sasha's turn. I'll go. Uh, all right. Kai?
1: I have the three of spring. Someone new arrives. Who? Or two of the community's younger members get into a fight What provoked them? I'll go with the second one. Um, there are, uh, a number of children playing over near the waterfall. And, you know, as kids do, they're running around on slippery rocks and they're climbing on things that are dangerous and they're getting scraped up. But somebody, um, in doing a king of the rock kind of game, uh, pushes pushes another participant um pushes this little kid uh into the water and they come out just raging and this is a pretty calm kid normally so maybe that's a little unusual maybe not maybe just a bad day and um yeah just like lunges at the girl who pushed uh pushed uh, pushed him in and they have, like, a knockdown, like, drag-out fight splashing in the water over mm-hmm. over a game gone wrong.
0: Okay. Do you want to name either of these kids? Um,
1: uh, you know what? I will come up with something, uh, I think, during your turn. Does that work? All
0: right, that's fine.
1: So, for my...
0: Projects advance.
1: Oh, yes. And then for my action I would like
0: no not yet
1: um, I would like to hold a discussion hmm.
0: okay what is the subject of our discussion I'm,
1: I'm pulling up the the reminder okay if I start with a question I go again start, yes. with, the declara- okay, start with the declaration okay I'm going to start with a declaration this is um, this is a a middle-aged woman, and she says, um, just kind of over over a communal dinner, maybe, says, It's been a month. We've already been here far too
2: long.
0: Hmm. Well,
2: this place still has challenges to meet. I mean, we we don't even um, have a rapport with the local tigers yet.
0: <laughs> Can't you feel it calling to us? Far above? Taunting us, saying, claiming we can't make it up there. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And at the end of a discussion in Looming, everyone gets one spindle wheel card, so I will deal those cards. Oh. And that's your takeaway from this discussion. So that's Ah. the other way to get more cards into your hand. So I got Flood from that.
1: Oh, we share this? Yes. Okay. I got
2: Spinster. I got Unbroken Mold. Okay. Okay.
0: And it's on to my turn. I drew the Six of Spring. Are there children in the community? If there are, what is their role? Or how old are the eldest members of the community? What special needs do they have? Hmm. So we've kind of established ourselves as a community of daredevils. Yeah?
1: hmm Yeah. And I think... Extremophiles, maybe.
0: Yes. I think <laughs> achieving different things gives you more time to stay in the community. So, like, if you do a great feat of strength or something, you get to stay in the community for a couple more years. I think if you do something truly incredible, you might get 10 years of being one of us. And if you can't pull something else off in the time that you've gained, then you're kindly asked to leave. And that's like the understanding. It's like, you know, we're here because we are the bravest and the strongest. And... The smartest. Well, that's what we tell ourselves. Um, I think kids who are born in the community get until, like, the age of 10. So I think their role is to learn very, very fast to be good at at least one thing. So that addresses both children, and then also the oldest people in the community are also the most respected. Not just for their age and wisdom, but also because they have done some truly amazing feats in the past. Yeah, we're a weird community. (laughs) Projects advance. And then for my action, yeah, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. We're going to build a ladder to the moon. Oh my god. Wow. (laughs) I think that's going to be a six-week project. For a hundred feet of ladder. Mm Mm-hmm. Or something ladder-like. Perhaps a tower. Perhaps. (laughs) Not a windmill. Windmills are bad news.
2: <laughs> a not quite elevator.
0: And okay. that's really, the end of my
1: really turn. good, like fireman's pole. It's very hard to get oh up, but very easy to get down. <laughs> um, okay, I need four hundred think... feet. <laughs> you would just sizzle. Oh God. <laughs> you would die. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we just need to make a project then to invent like fireproof pants. Um, so, for the children who had the fight, the girl is Hollis, and the boy is Crane. And I've put it in the um, Roll20 chat.
0: right.
2: Are they old enough to have to prove themselves yet? Hmm. Uh,
1: Crane is maybe, like, two years away from that. Um, and Hollis is maybe like a year and a half older than him so neither of them yet but it might be like starting to be something that Hallis thinks about and what age would that be i guess maybe that can wait oh did you say i forgot 10 okay that makes sense because that's little enough
0: yeah uh-huh. which is still like frighteningly young
1: oh yeah <laughs> good Well, 10 is what like a fourth grader yeah yeah <laughs> no terrible
2: I guess I'll go the next then yes ten of spring uh, there's another community somewhere on the map where are they what sets them apart from you or what belief or practice helps to unify your community hmm um I think that um that the kids playing down by the waterfall see uh very briefly the the waters parted by a figure um and then they they uh dip back in behind the waterfall. Um so there is there are people living behind the waterfall.
1: Oh, I was hoping for something like this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
0: Okay, next up, projects advance and taming tigers finishes.
2: <laughs> it sure does. Uh does it work?
0: I mean that that's for you to determine.
2: That is for me to determine, unfortunately.
0: Um also, when you're unsure of how to answer a question, you can always ask the community deck. I would like to do that. Oh all right. Okay, you pulled Prince of Fate.
2: Okay. Um oh. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna flip this, um, to the Last of the Legacy, Blessed by Birthright, Cursed by Prophecy. Um, and I think that uh the Tigers are amenable, um, and that they are Um, it it takes a minute to sort of figure out, uh, how to, uh, sort of translate from tiger to whatever language we speak. Um, but, um, we discover that these, these tigers, uh, are like occupants of the, uh, um, the ruined castle, um, and sort of, uh, keep, keep their, their time between the, um, the grove and the castle, um and uh, like it when we bring food mostly um and have some some small um tiger wisdoms that uh they they feel comfortable sharing with with us and and in exchange,
0: okay, so the tigers are more sentient than we gave them credit for, or more yeah, yeah, that's awesome. they definitely built that castle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. What if they're the, the remnants of the like the pets of those people, and they've just through pro You know what? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out.
0: We will indeed. And now you can take an action, Sasha. Yes.
2: Um, I actually would like to zoom in on on this tiger society. Yes. Um, so I will read their fates. I think.
0: Okay. So each of us can choose to add one of the spindle wheel cards from our hand. To this reading. And the rest will be drawn from the community deck.
1: I would like to do that.
0: Um... Alright. I don't think I'm going to play a card. Are you adding a card, Sasha? Um, yeah. I think I will. Um, So the
1: one reading Fate can... uh, Can put in one of their own, too?
0: Yes. Okay. Everyone has the option. I'm electing not to.
2: Okay.
0: Alright. There's your spread.
2: Oh, boy. Cool, cool. (laughs) Okay. Um, so our society of the the tiger society, society of tigers, um, is um their center is unbroken mold, obscure magic made commonplace by industrial might, um, crossed by spinster, um, an affable hermit, a professor lost in thought, or a recluse obscured by obligation, rootless and deficient. Which feels spinster feels very right for for tigers because tigers tend to be uh pretty solitary creatures um so I think that the the introduction is um sort of it's not like uh, our ambassador is is brought into sort of a main hall and then they meet all the all the tigers all at once it's sort of visiting each tiger in their own little lair um the uh the boon is dippold's lens uh change in perspective clarifying vision um Or a misdiagnosis, a lack of direction, a paralysis of choice. um, I think that they are definitely shapeshifters. um, And that... I'm actually going to flip this to be a misdiagnosis, a lack of direction. Um... They have just sort of settled on tigers for now. Um, they were a bunch of other things for all, like thousands of years. They they uh, chose a bunch of bunch of different shapes, but these, this particular like little commune has decided that tigers is the way to be, um, until at least until they can figure out a, a different shape. Um, uh, darkness, uh, curtain thicker than the absence of light, is their bane. So I think they are not a huge fan of um, the the waterfall and the society living behind it. Um, I, I think that they have, I, th- I think they have, uh, tigers who live basically everywhere on this map, except for there. Yes. Um, what they want is Prince of Fate, uh, deposed and exiled, titled rev- provoked, respect rescinded. Um, or I guess I'll flip that. Um, cause I, th- I think that cursed by, bri- by prophecy is sort of the thing here. Um, I think that one of them, uh, is a very, very good seer and, um, has decided that, uh, the next thing that, uh, that happens in this land, it's going to be very important that there are a lot of tigers here to see it. Um, and so they are, um, they are currently cursed by prophecy, but they're hoping to see, to to see it through. They're like trying to sort of kickstart it, um, by being a lot of tigers. And that keys directly into the uh, method, which is blizzard. Um, uh, A sudden freeze, a moment in time suspended in frost. So, yeah, they're just chilling. (laughs) Okay.
0: We've got some chill tigers.
2: Yeah. I'm just so
1: reminded of that poem.
0: (laughs) there are multiple tiger poems
1: <laughs> yes but i'm thinking but of all so good they're all so good uh, and i i like many of them but i'm specifically thinking of the tiger he destroyed his cage yes yes the tiger is out like <laughs> that was <is> so perfect <laughs> 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 uh, poets of all ages
0: okay kai it is your turn
1: i've got the queen of spring Oh yes! I love this one. What's the most beautiful thing in this area? Or, what's the most hideous thing in this area? Ah, okay. At the edge of the... Uh, at the edge of the... What were they called? Roseheart? Mm. At the edge of the Roseheart Grove, and in the shadow of the moon, here, or so, is a rock. And... Uh, even though it's almost always in shadow, um, if there's any, if there's any element of light, this rock will pick it, pick it up, um, and glitter and throw, you know, beautiful colors, um, at anything, or we'll just throw beautiful colors around. Because of how light is. Um, So it is the most beautiful thing on the map. uh, Represented by a pretty unfortunate looking gray rock blob. But (laughs) (laughs) I'll put some colorful sparkles on it as we go through. (laughs) And I would like to start a project. um, And I want it to be exploring uh, what's behind the waterfall.
0: All right, how long will that take?
1: Um, I think it'll take four because the people are going to try to be cautious of, uh, the explorers are going to try to be cautious of the people living behind the waterfall. So they're going to start with a lot of exploration of the um, surroundings of the waterfall and maybe going up to the, su- well, maybe not all the way to the source of, the river that feeds it, but they're going to go um, and explore around it before they finally try to make their way in. Um, and when they do make their way in, they're going to try very hard to not be discovered because this is not specifically a, not specifically like an envoy to the waterfall people.
0: Okay. It's a good project.
1: Yeah. And, and I
0: guess
1: that's me done.
0: Yeah. We're on to my turn. The King of Spring. A young boy starts digging in the ground and discovers something unexpected. What is it? Or an old man confesses to past crimes and atrocities. What has he done? Hmm. Let's see. So Crane, our eight year old who got into a big fight at the waterfall, he has, as most of our children do, strayed a little far. And he's out exploring the ruins of the Tiger Kingdom, or the Tiger Castle. And you know, he's he's messing around in those ruins and he starts digging and he finds ooh what he finds is something shiny that's been, like, covered in rubble and he manages to get it out without causing any major structural collapse, and it's a crown. Ooh It's a crown that is just the perfect size for his head.
1: Oh, no, don't do it.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, so he comes back into town proudly wearing this little crown. And everyone's like, hey, cool, where'd you find that? You know, found it. He likes to keep his secrets. Because this town's kind of competitive, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he found a crown. Projects advance. And... I need to take an action. I should discover something new. Hmm. What are our resources like right now? We don't have faith. And we don't have study skills. Um, one of the few people who still stick to any of our faith go down to the local shrine that we found by the waterfall. And what they find at this little old stone shrine, where mostly people just leave little coins or keepsakes, they find... A large, dusty old book, and um the it's written in a language they cannot understand, but deciphering such an old text, that would be a great feat. Hmm. So this person, who I'll come up with a name for, comes back to town with this big, old book, which you know is like as thick as like a uh, real uh like a real dictionary or several volumes of an encyclopedia. Wow. Which just kind of mysteriously showed up at the shrine.
1: So it definitely wasn't there before? Or it was...
0: You know, people are only down there every few days. But people do go down there every few days.
1: Mm-hmm. Seems like a big thing to miss. Yeah. a month. Yeah. Well, actually, I guess now almost two going
0: oh, on. Oh, no, I mean, it, it showed up within like the last week.
1: Okay, so definitely it was... Okay, that's what I was trying to get at.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, they write new books all the time. It's probably fine. (laughs) Who?
0: Um, this person's name is Heron. Good name. They use they/them pronouns.
1: Also, like a bird. Oh. Or spelled.
0: How bird-like they are is I Uh, leave to the imagination.
1: I'm sorry. I meant the name.
0: Oh yes, like a bird. I don't know how bird-like they are in person.
2: Shall I go? Yes. Okay. Jack of Spring. You see a good omen. What is it? Or you see a bad omen. What is it? Um, omens, omens, omens. Um, okay, so I think that um, when, when the shadow passes off of the, the big glittering stone um, and a little bit of light is, is introduced um it 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 throws light everywhere um and i think that one day um someone comes across it at a, at a very particular time um and sees uh an image projected from it um onto a, a a nearby sort of um a nearby cliff face i feel like just something sort of relatively flat um and um the image is of um it it looks like a a figure in a long um sort of oh I, I, yeah okay I, I know what it is it's 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 a figure in sort of like a a ballroom dress with the, the, like the big sort of bell shape um but it has um no arms and uh from its head sprouts this sort of like uh or from its neck rather um sprouts a a tendril that looks sort of uh plant like um it could also be uh like lightning or like um it it's branching is what i is is what i mean and it it only appears for i don't know a couple of a couple of minutes and then the the light the sun moves and the the light shifts, um, and the sh- the shadow like it just the it comes out of focus. Ooh.
0: So that's a good omen, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a good rock. Yeah, I really like this rock. So, and then I get to do a thing. Um, I think that, um, list of things that we can do: read fates, ask questions. Oh no! Uh, hold a uh, discussion. I want to hold a discussion. I think, um, about. I want to know more about this 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 crown. Um, uh. So I I guess the 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 question that I have, is um. How long are we going to let this this kid, uh, start around town with this crown on his head? Hmm.
0: Well, I figure the kid found it. He can do what he pleases with it. You know. He gets to reap the benefits of his own deeds. It's on us if we didn't find that crown first.
1: He's not even of the age where he needs to prove himself. That should be a communal resource or object of curiosity.
2: I'm just hoping it doesn't get stuck there, that's all.
0: <laughs> I just immediately thought of one of those. It's Always Sunny title cards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the boy with a stuck crown.
0: Um. Huh. That's a good discussion. Oh, it's we each to get to. Uh, oh, We each yes. get cards. Well, let me deal yeah. cards. I got the lonely aria, a oh, song yeah. from the old country a language, but all but forgotten.
1: I got the survivor, scar crossed in body and mind, wounded and raw hearted, or shipwrecked sailor, mountain roamer, um, shiv maker, snake eater.
2: Huh. Oh boy. I got fortune. Abundant harvest, a missed opportunity, a hesitation. Or rotten luck. Uh, let's see that one. A persistent rumor in nagging instinct. And that's me.
0: Alright. Wait, is it my turn next?
2: No, I think it's Kai.
0: Oh yeah, it's Kai.
1: Okay. My new card is the four of spring. What important and basic tools does the community lack? Or, where are you storing your food? Why is this a risky place to store things? Okay. I worry that I use this too frequently, but it's just too good in this context. Um, It's stored by the waterfall because the water keeps it cool. Um, And this is dangerous, of course. Or it's risky, because as we now know, there's waterfall people there. Uh, So, we might need to address that at some point.
2: Is Is the shrine part of that? Or... Since the, it's so close
1: That's not a bad idea I like that um, How big is the shrine, Paul? Is it... Um, I had been you know, picturing almost just a little altar But if it's bigger, then that yeah. makes sense
0: Yeah, yeah okay. just a little altar But maybe we store our food down there also Because some people who still believe in whatever our faith is
1: Want that proximity to blessing or something
0: Yes, and protection
1: And also, um, you know, a book was found there. Maybe there's also a little bit of a ledger. Like, this is how much, Mm. you know, uh, this is how much, boy, what what would you store? I guess you dig out a little hole and you can put root vegetables and things like that uh, wrapped up, Um, you know, this many of this thing and this much meat. Um, So, yeah, I'll work on drawing that. I think I want to read the fate about the shadow people before the project finishes. Hmm. Does that seem like... Does that seem like gaming the system? Or does that seem Not at all. Okay. Then let's do that. Um, And I definitely want to put in a card of my own.
0: So we've just seen, like, flickers of these people behind the waterfall, right?
1: Yes. And perhaps the people... Who have been doing the exploring have seen a little bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. That might help us justify some of this, some of this reading.
2: I'll also throw in a card. Okay.
0: One thing I should say is at the end of the Duchess of Nightmare games, when we did open the bridge, a bunch of ghosts came across.
1: Ah.
0: (laughs) Something you should be aware of. And these games aren't necessarily (laughs) chronological. In fact, it's more likely that they aren't.
1: So the core is the defining force of these people. Oh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so their core is flood, brimming reservoirs, high tide and outpour of riches or constant fail. Uh, no constant rainfall. You know what? I'm just turning that upside down. Constant rainfall, hair trigger, landslides, a valley submerged. Um, I think I'll leave it that way. And luck is... A called shot, a shifted spotlight, a lucky win. Or place bet, lapse in judgment, false positive. I think a little bit more from the the negative side of that. Um, so... The defining force of them. This is not where they're originally from. Um, They came from deeper... They came from deeper in, but it's been submerged with something. And then we look next at the Bane and the Boon.
0: You can do it whenever or you want. Oh, That's okay. what we've been doing.
1: Okay. Alright. Um, Let's look at the Bane and Boon. Okay, well let's start with the final rose, which is the Boon... A Coffin Flower, a Veiled Threat, or the Last Bloom of the Season, a Tribute, an Invitation. Okay. So the boon then, I'm going to leave it with the Veiled Threat, um, which, well, it's not so veiled, I guess. (laughs) The, The the flood as a threat, and this total submersion of their previous place um but we'll leave it that way and then the thing that works against that the survivor oh boy i think we got to go with snake eater um who would do that to a snake they're so good
0: (laughs) (laughs) a larger hungrier snake
1: oh my god how dare you um snake slander and that's that's not true. Snakes totally do that. <laughs> um, uh, huh. Okay. I think I'll leave it this way with Scar crossed in body and mind, wounded and raw hearted upright. Um, they lost a lot uh, when they had to flee more towards the surface and that weighs them down. Okay. And then the desire is on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, the desire is the volcano, a dormant goddess, a cooling island, or thunder and fire. Yeah, um, thunder and fire, a column of ash, lava black, and crackling red. Um, It's the opposite of the flood, and they hope perhaps eventually they can push back what's happened. So their desire is to reverse the flood and be able to return home. And what they plan is probably going to be the other side of hearth, which is keeping your head down, weathering the storm, something like that. Boy, what a what a little passel of tragic people. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's them.
0: All right. So that's the end of Kai's turn. And it's on to mine. The Five of Spring. There is a disquieting legend about this place. What is it? Or, alarming weather patterns destroy something. How and what? Hmm. I do love disquieting legends, but I feel like we've already got plenty of disquieting things. (laughs) So let's go with a weather pattern. Hmm. I think... The, the moon above us, I don't think we call it anything other than the moon, um, one day shakes and trembles, and kind of an avalanche of pebbles and rocks comes falling down, and I think damages the roofs of a few of our houses. I think people manage to get inside when they first notice like, the little hail of sand before larger objects fall, so no one gets seriously injured. A few bruises, of course, but nothing bad. But a couple houses are damaged, and uh, the card says, destroy something. So what gets destroyed? Hmm. Oh, the beautiful shiny rock gets cracked no. in two.
1: Okay, that's more shiny rock for everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and everyone's very upset when they realize that our good shiny rock got cracked. And also we're concerned because if that happened once, it's probably going to happen again. Hmm. Yikes. Yep, gotta look out for the moonfall. And then a couple different projects are gonna finish. So our attempt to build a ladder that the moon finishes, and also meeting the waterfall people finishes. Um, so I can do my moon ladder first. So I think some people think that the moon shaking is a result of the fact that someone did indeed manage to using leftover lumber and stone and um, just general grit and a lack of fear of falling, managed to build um, not a ladder, but a very, very long, long pole, like a 400-foot pole, and they managed to lead <laughs> it up against the moon. Oh,
2: crap!
1: It's what I said! Yes. <laughs> no!
0: And, okay. um...
2: That's incredible.
0: Need a person for name for this person, who has done this thing.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, unit.
0: He calls himself uh, Moon Summit. He he's given himself that name presumptively, mm. but he insists that everyone call himself Moon Summit. And he managed to get about, I don't know, twenty feet up his pole before it kind of shudders and. Starts to kind of bow down, and he drops down, uh, probably breaks a couple toes, but nothing worse than that. He's had plenty of broken toes in the past. And so he's going to have to keep working, but the pole does stay. He's just got to figure out a way to reinforce it.
1: Incredible. He's the worst.
0: <laughs> you don't like a guy who calls himself Moon Summit?
1: No.
2: Is that common to to name yourself after something you want to do?
0: Usually it's after something you've done.
2: I see. So this was
0: extremely presumptive. Mm -hmm. Like, we haven't named a lot of people yet, but I think uh, Heron is probably named that because they did something really cool with birds and or fishing.
1: Boy, how do you pick, though? You don't want to peak too young. Be like, my name forever is Moon Summit. And then you're like, "Mm, I'm going to change it now to...
0: Yeah, I think... I think names are more ephemeral in this in this society. People go by the one that they're most proud of and that might change from month to month.
1: Oh, the one they're yeah. most proud of, that's cool.
0: Okay. And then meeting with the Waterfall put, Fall community finishes.
1: Well, um specifically they didn't they weren't they were hoping to not
0: Oh, yeah, uh, just exploring behind there.
1: Yeah, not conflict with them, but I think based on The read the fates um, they were they were surprisingly effective at uh, piecing together their story um, Mm. to a certain extent not as much as they would if they had just talked to them but um, (laughs) so I think that's how we can we can have gotten a bunch of that reading the fates information just from observation of them And, um, the determination then is that they, they might be worth contacting as well. Um, it might be worth sending, uh, sending some people, not just children to go play by the waterfall, but some people who can speak to these, uh, these waterfall people and, you know, see what their goals are, if they align, if they're worth being, allied with or, um, or bringing into the community or anything like that. But that's, that's for another time.
0: Yeah. One thing I'll say is, uh, when you read the fates, that's not information our community has. That's information we as the storytellers have.
1: Oh, well, does it still work that the effect of the project was getting some of it?
0: Oh, definitely. Okay. No, and the community can have that information.
1: But they don't, um, necessarily. Yes. From doing that move. Okay.
0: Cool. All right. So those projects are complete. And then with my turn, I'm going to start a new project, <laughs> um, which is going to be someone who's feeling scholarly is going to try to get uh, the tiger people to teach them how to read this strange language. Which is going to be hard because we do have a scarcity of study skills. (laughs) So I think this is... Normally I'd say that would be like a three or four week project, but no, this is six weeks. Because we don't have those study skills. And I will happily take suggestions for the name of the person who wants to learn how to read. Juniper. Juniper. Juniper uses she, her. Oh, Heron was the person who found the book, but I guess... Heron didn't really care to learn to read it. Juniper does.
1: They could be colleagues or know each other. or
0: Yeah, you know, this is a small community. Like mm. 50 or 60 people. Everybody knows everybody.
1: Yeah, it doesn't mean you want to work with everyone.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, Cool. that's the end of my turn.
2: Alright, I will go next. Aces Spring. What group has the highest status in the community? What must people do to gain inclusion in this group? Or... Are there distinct family units units in this community? If so, what family family structures are common? Um Well it feels like we are sort of um we're the elite of the elite. That that's, that was sort of the um the vibe that I got, that like only only by proving yourself and regularly proving yourself can you stay here. Um So I think that the 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 family units um, the fam- family structures are like um a lot of like sort of teaching classes um where the the way that you relate to someone is like um oh the, the, you you did this thing so i'm going to you you're really good at jumping from rock to rock so i want i want to find out how to jump from rock to rock from you and then um and and, and in exchange like uh, I can teach you how to how to make like the best best soup there is, um, and I think that's as much of a, of a daring do as as like sick parkour is. Um, so I, I think that's the the sort of thing where like maybe maybe you like get like romantic or or whatever, but it's sort of secondary to um, doing sick like kick flips and stuff and learning how to do that.
0: Cool. So we have like a skill economy.
2: Yeah. Okay. All okay, right. I have an no action I can do. <laughs> um, okay. Um so I am going to discover something new, I think. And that thing is it's it's going to be a a new recipe um that you can do with the rose heart uh uh fruits. Um and that's Usually usually you take the core out and you don't eat it but for this you like um you stick it in uh, a pot with some some um some spices and some some water and then um uh you stick it down by the waterfall for like I don't know a month um and you pull it back up and it's just like really good um like cider ooh I don't know if that's actually how you make cider,
0: but in this case, in this case, that's how you make cider. It's fermented fruit juice, so probably yeah. it's cider. So yeah, that's the thing
2: that we discover. All
0: right, good. Uh, does that give us an abundance?
2: Yeah. If we can have an abundance from that, yeah, absolutely. Of course.
0: Do we just call it roseheart cider or do we call it something else?
2: Rose heart cider works for me. The good booze from the good trees. (laughs) Yes.
1: Okay, Kai. I have the nine of spring. (sighs) I was hoping. Ah, a charismatic young girl convinces many to help her with an elaborate (laughs) scheme. What is it? Who joins her endeavors? Start a project to reflect. Um... Or a charismatic young girl tries to tempt many into sinful or dangerous activity. Why does she do this? How does the community respond? No. Um, I had been thinking as soon as uh, he slipped down the pole, um, Moon Summit, that Hallis was going to try in the dark of night, you know, with, you know, kids are surprisingly strong And they are much lighter and they're not going to make that thing wiggle as much. So she and some of her playmates are going to try to make their names. Um, And they are not really going to need to shore up the pole so much. Um, Although I'm sure Moon Summit is working on that in the background in like a non-mechanical project dice sort of way. Um, So these kids, I think with, with, two weeks work will be able to like get together um, a, a backpack of bread so that when they get up to the moon they can they can explore or something you know uh, um, figure out some sort of way to <laughs> like in Mulan how she uses uh, the two weights to kind of counterbalance herself they, they've got a mm-hmm. it'll take them about two weeks to really figure that out and get it going but that's what I foresee for um, halice and her and her buddies.
2: Nice. Okay. Yeah, having having tried to do the jungle gym as an adult, 100 uh, kids right kids are better at climbing than I am. It's it's bonkers. <laughs> yeah. They've got so ma- they've got just like extra
1: muscles. Maybe I don't know. Okay, so that's a project that I don't have to use my action for. For my action, I can discover something or. I think another project might be fun. More long-term, maybe. Um, let's make it the establishment of good relations with the uh, waterfall people.
0: Okay, that's a good plan.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think that's um, maybe five weeks. Yeah. Because once you figure out, you know, a good way to say, hello, we haven't been spying on you for for weeks. Um do tell us your story. We're very surprised. Uh that sort of thing. They're going to have to find their common ground and
2: all that. So I love I love this this cloud of people who are are here to build houses, do sick kickflips and say hi to hi to their neighbors.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And also make good booze, be friends with tigers and climb to the moon. Yes.
1: Climb to the moon. They have their flaws, but they're pretty fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're a little less mean-spirited than the other communities we've seen so far in this game.
1: That's good because it's very easy and this is not a knock on the other players. Absolutely not. But like it's so easy to be like yeah, let's do the let's do the mean thing or like it's it's really fun to sometimes just have really good-natured people. <laughs> yeah. Mostly good-natured people. Yeah. I'm sure we'll meet some stinkers. Moon Summit, for example.
0: <laughs> hey, Moon Summit has done nothing wrong yet.
2: Huh. Huh.
0: Yet. <laughs> okay, the aid of Spring. An old piece of machinery is discovered, broken but perhaps repairable. What is it? What would it be useful for? Or, an old piece of machinery is discovered, cursed and dangerous. How does the community destroy it? So, remember our nice shiny rock that got cra- cracked in two? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um turns out it was hollow inside. <sighs> oh. Yes. And one day something comes climbing out of it.
1: No. <laughs> it's what a fast a small
0: machine. It's a small <laughs> machine. Um covered with legs in every direction, probably like 20 legs. Uh like all facing out in different directions, so no matter where it falls it still has traction. Its oh feet can God. grip very well, and it just kind of wanders around aimlessly um and we bring it into town, of course, we do. some people treat it like it's alive, other people treat it just like a weird little clockwork amusement, and you know we saw a weird hologram coming from or you know image coming from that <gasps> rock, so we think this robot could be connected to that right um, yeah. So it wanders around town. We think it could have many uses. Maybe it doesn't have any uses, but it is our friend. Um, what should we call it?
2: It probably looks like a Harvestman, right? Or like a Daddy legs?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um.
1: Just with many, many more. I mean, I described it as a koosh ball, um, in the Roll20 chat. Yes. Uh, which is pretty adorable, but maybe a little floppy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, these legs probably have more jo- joints than that.
1: Uh, so maybe something like an anemone or an urchin. Oh, urchin! Something with urchin yeah. is good. Um, Perfect, because it is yeah. a little a little foundling.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. We call it the leg urchin. The leg urchin.
1: I was gonna, I was gonna say I was gonna say stone urchin, but <laughs> the leg is is fine too. <laughs> leg
2: urchin. <laughs>
0: Look, no one here got famous for naming things, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: what would they be named? Probably the best name ever, right? Oh, the people?
0: Um, yeah, it'd be named like Namer or something, but no. I mean, well, Namers... I we haven't met everyone in this community.
1: Namers is not a bad, like, demonym. I li- I actually like that a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because
1: mm-hmm. it, it kind of captures that... Um that like arrogance but also Mm. like joy yeah
0: Yeah. the namers is a good name for our community okay so we have our lagurchin and that was just my card wasn't it (laughs) oh god i didn't even have to discover something (laughs) new to do that projects advance and then finally i can take an action Hmm. Hmm. i'll discover something new one of the tigers comes into our community rather than us coming to them, which is a first. And they come bearing gifts. And I think it's mostly a tiger's mind of gifts. So, you know, small animals that have been already nicely, um, nicely in a tiger's mind, portioned out and ready to eat. (laughs) You know, not cooked or anything, but, you know, nicely portioned out. And they come bringing, um... They bring a couple more books with the strange writing in them to us, Hmm. because we seem to be interested in them. And they say to, "I, I don't think our community really has a leader, as far as I can tell. I agree with that. But they just kind of approach various people in the community after bringing this gift and say, we would like an alliance with your folk. Hard times are coming, and we need friends, and you will need friends if you want to survive here. And we're not really sure what to make of it, but they say that we have some time to think it over, but we would much be better off with them as allies than as enemies. So yeah, we've had an offering. I think any concerns about food for now have been waylaid for a little while. So yeah, that happened. Nice. And that's the end of my turn. I believe we have one more turn of spring.
2: I... Do I go? Yes, it's you, Sasha. Cool. Um, Two of spring. There's a large body of water on the map. Where is it? What does it look like? Or, there's a giant man-made structure on the map. Where is it? Why is it abandoned? We kind of have both of these. Um... Hmm. New ones, though. New ones. Hmm. Um...
0: Or something new about an old one.
2: mm Mm-hmm. Um... I think that um there is a um there's a lake uh up to the north uh left. Northwest. North yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> northwest. Um and um it is very flat and serene as as lakes tend to be. Um and out in the middle of it is one of those, one of them bogs, uh, one of the floating masses of, of, uh, greenery and, and, and mud and stuff, uh, that sort of, like, visits each, uh, each of its shores every so often, um, might follow the, uh, the sun sometimes, but it's, it's hard to tell if it actually has any reason to it or if it's just moving with the tides, um. But there's a big old bog that hangs out on this lake.
0: Alright. Good stuff. And then the children's project to climb to the moon finishes. Yes. <laughs> good game.
1: Excellent. <laughs> oh, good job, Alice. Uh all right. So um after many nights and um early mornings of packing bags and Practicing their techniques for climbing this uh, ladder. Uh, the kids make it up, Hollis, of course, at the head. And what do they find up on the moon? Well, they have a picnic, of course. Of course. Um, the, they pack their bags for that. So they. Oh, you know what? it's maybe a little bit too much to say what they find but what they do is um they make it up just as the sun is rising and so they um they just like kick up a a big noise to get the attention of of their families and everyone else in the town and just to be like we did it we made our name we um, we've done our, you know, we've done our great thing, our first great thing. Um, and I don't think Hollis or Hollis chooses this name for herself, but, um, one of the other kids, uh, like once they get down eventually and go back into town, um, starts referring to her as... Um, what is a good type name that's not so blatantly, like, a Greek or Roman goddess? <laughs> um, because I've only got, like, what is it, Selena or Selenia?
2: Uh, Luna? Um, Yeah, and Diana, and I
1: don't want those. Um, huh. They start calling her... Uh, something with silver. Hmm. The moon is made of stone, right? Did you say? Because pebbles uh, and stones came off of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pebbles and stones came off of it.
1: Okay. Uh, they call her Silverstone. Nice, good name. Which is kind of just a last name, but that's okay.
0: One or two words. One word. Okay. Um. And are the kids just up there or do they come back down?
1: Uh, They come down. They come down before the end of the day. Um, but now that they've done it, they can they can do it again, probably with relative ease.
0: All right.
2: I'm going to make a project then. Um, I think that those kids are going to make a fort on the moon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> we do three things here. We do six studs. We build cool houses. We make cool friends. <laughs> How um, many weeks is that? Call that three. Mm, um. not four. Call it four. Because I, I, f- I mean, they're like we've got the, the the wisdom of the everyone in town, but I think that uh, the kids insist on doing this themselves. So yes. there will probably be some false starts.
0: So, okay, we have reached the end of spring, so that means we go into the spring intermission. At the end of a season, players will choose a new luminary for the community and roleplay a scene for each luminary already on the map. After the intermission, we go back to the next season, so luminaries. So together, we're going to choose a card from the community deck as a luminary, and we'll place it on the map. We agree on a large thematic question about the community that the luminary represents. Uh, Such questions could include, what are we afraid of? Who will we follow or when do we do violence? Uh, questions that have already shown up in games have included um, Who do we depend upon? Whose law do we heed? Um, how did we change was another one. Hmm. So broad thematic questions that will continue to come up through the rest of the game or that you want to like highlight as something that's interesting and we want to lean into. So we can either approach this from the question side or from the picking a card side.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: the only downside to picking a card as a luminary is then it's pretty much you know it's in one specific spot in the game but we'll never draw it again
1: interesting okay i'm contemplating uh how do you say that one Dippold's lens mm.
2: um,
0: yeah
1: i think that's a possibility because there's definitely some change in perspective there's been a lot of clarifying of vision there's a a little bit of paralysis of choice even as well with you know uh, there are so many things to explore here that they are settling in in conflict with uh, a lot of their previous tradition
0: Mm. yeah
1: because at this point it's been they've been here a month and then the additional three months of spring so yeah, um,
0: that's an interesting card.
1: There's definitely some other good ones, and we haven't really played with that one very much, which is the only reason that I think. Yeah, maybe not.
0: It was our desire at first.
2: Oh, it
0: was, yeah. Um, relatedly, is Hearth? If you want to ask a question about home.
1: Let's mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: see other good cards. Oh. <laughs>
1: Walkers, uh, the creepy side of walkers, um, could definitely. Let's see what could. Long reach with a frail limb. Uh, I mean, I mean this, we just
0: kind of did that to the moon.
1: We we did that. <laughs> we kind of did. We did that to the moon. We also have the the leg urchins, which have not so much the like stilt legged, but there's definitely something about its purpose is moving and the Mm -hmm. waterfall people are trekking away from something yeah away as opposed to two like our Mm -hmm. our community is the um or historically i guess they're the people who like being on the move but the waterfall people are opposite so it can i guess the question that you might boil that one down to is the importance of place or how not how do you choose a place because that kind of implies that there mm-hmm. must be a settling
0: yeah I'm not sure um i have a question for walkers but but it doesn't exactly fit with what we've done so far okay. because these people don't seem like they're particularly running from anything but the question is just what are we running from <laughs>
1: or what about just why are we running that covers our
2: people oh i like that like why 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 is it bad to stay
0: yeah
1: or even even to say our goal and our purpose is exploration and we have examined and accept that like there it, you could come you could come to a few different conclusions with a question like why are we running yeah But definitely the one about, you know, what's wrong with what's wrong with settling.
0: Yeah. I like why are we running? Because you can interpret that in many ways. Yeah. Are you happy with that, Sasha? Or is there anything else you were thinking about?
2: That sounds good to me.
0: All right. So we have our first luminary is the walkers, which ask, why are we running? And we put that somewhere on the map, too.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, we have some space below the moon but also behind the waterfall.
0: Yeah, I think tying it to the waterfall, people who are like refugees running for a very specific reason, whereas we're people who chose to get up and run, which is a weird kind of conflict. Yeah. All right, so we have our luminary, and now we're going to have uh, luminary scenes. So first of all, each of us gets to take... One card of our choice from the community deck into our hand. I'm going to take Moon. (laughs) I like that, Moon. (laughs) I'm going to take
2: Adversary. I will take Roman Candle.
0: Okay. And now, um, let's see. So for scenes, so we're going to have a short scene that addresses our question of uh, why are, was it, why do we run or why are we running?
1: Mm why are we running feels like it leans more towards uh
0: yeah it's more imperative running as a
1: yeah why do we run is more of like is i feel like the answer to why are we running is leaned a little more towards because something is chasing or something like that yeah and why do we run can more easily be answered with to get where we're going or to see what's on the way Um,
0: or health and fitness (laughs) or health and fitness (laughs) to write a book. Um, hmm. So we set the scene collaboratively and we choose whichever characters and settings are currently most interesting and least explored. Uh, Luminary scenes are often conversations, but they can also involve broader narration of decisions, projects, or plans. We keep each scene short five to 10 minutes at most. When in doubt, end a scene while it still has momentum, and don't be afraid to draw the curtain without answering raised questions. And because this is in some ways a spindle wheel hack, as you play, you can play spindle wheel cards to accent certain actions. Not everything important you have to play a card with, but whenever you play a card on an action, that marks it as something important.
2: Oh, I have uh, an idea as to how to begin the scene. Which yes. is that we find Moonsummit down by the waterfall just kicking rocks. Um, yeah. <laughs> being real surly um, about how his extremely good um, get to the moon first plan was uh, foiled by
0: um, Silverstone. I would very much like to be moon Summit. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> so what other characters are here? Probably one of the kids, right?
1: Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Definitely a kid. Um, I mean, maybe Moon Summit has a kid. Um,
0: or Moon Summit at least has a kid in the same like training unit. Mm-hmm. You know how we talked about the family structures.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and this kid joined up because uh, cause they thought that they would learn about um, climbing to the moon, and it's turned out to be it's more about how to build a really 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 long pole. Um, <laughs> um uh, their name is, um, Tori. Uh, and Tori. Yeah, I think that they are probably like, um, I think that they are a little bit older. Um, they're they're past the the age where they should uh be proving themselves. Um mm-hmm. and um and they're getting nervous because it's been it's been a while since the last thing that they approved with and um they wanna they wanna have something that they can do to to, to stay in, in the clan. Um so mm-hmm.
0: And they use they them pronouns? Yeah. Okay. And Kai, do you have anyone you want to be in the scene?
1: Uh we haven't finished talking to the to the shadow or the waterfall people, so maybe a tiger. Ooh, cool, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: do the tigers use names?
1: That I was just going to ask Sasha because they made them. Um, if they do, like, what thematically should their names be like? Like verbs, or
2: I think I think unless there is another. Tiger around, which there rarely is um they don't they don't use names they are just the tiger oh
1: that's good that's very good, yeah, I would love to be the tiger
2: <laughs> um. I think that Tori is uh sort of like clambering on and around the tiger, um like almost trying to like wrestle with it with it with them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, this tiger is just kind of batting a paw. Whoops! I batted my hand and almost knocked the tablet. (laughs) um, Just batting a paw in the water. Um, Not fishing, but kind of fishing. Just, it's a nice day out. Uh, So (laughs) Tori's not going to get a wrestling match yet.
0: Uh, Are we out by the lake? Or...
2: I it's said done by the waterfall, but I'm good for oh, oh, we're at the, the waterfall. As well.
0: Okay. We're at the waterfall. Okay, cool. I think it takes a few minutes to realize that the reason the waterfall is falling weird is because um, Moon Summit is sitting underneath it. Like, just getting drenched. Just looking miserable. <laughs> and he looks up and sees the two of you cavorting and he says, Tori? And Tori looks up
2: and um, is like upside down on on the, the tiger, like sprawled across the tiger's back uh, and looks at um, Moonsummit expectantly.
0: What was it like up there? Oh <laughs> god! <laughs> um where
2: he sort of, like, s- slides off of, the ti- uh, off of the tiger's back and, um, and says, you know, it was not ex- as exciting as I thought it would be. Uh, there's just a lot of rocks. It's just, there's not, there's nothing up there, man.
1: There's something up there, the tiger says. Um, still, like, patting at the water.
2: There is not.
1: It calls to the people behind the waterfall.
0: Well, I didn't you hear anything. watch
1: out for them. Well, that's good. It means you're not like them.
0: Wait, there, there's nothing
2: up there? I mean, you saw the rock that, that Silverstone brought back. That's basically, it's that, but like a
0: lot of it. But but, but rocks can be cool, right? Like we have right. that cool, shiny rock. You know, that broke. Um, He's holding back tears through this entire conversation. <laughs> or rather, he's sitting under the waterfall so no one can see that he's crying. <laughs>
2: Oh no. Buddy. <laughs> um Tori like uh gets up and, and kicks kicks a rock into the into the water um and says um, well it's already explored so it's not like there's any point in going back up there but like surely there are, there's other stuff we can we can find right I named myself
0: moon summit for a reason I'm going to climb it
2: yeah, but it's already been it's already been done. Yeah, no one's gonna be no one's gonna be like surprised or or excited by the fact that Moon Summit went up on 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 the Moon, summited the Moon, which anybody can do now. It's not exciting. It's not a it's not a feat. It's not
0: gonna gonna keep it, you know, keep credentials. You know, for someone who was my student for three whole years, you're not being very supportive.
2: I'm just, I'm just saying, man, like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta move on. We gotta find something that'll actually make a name for us in this town, or else we gotta leave, you know? the You, you heard what, you heard what the elder, what, what they were saying?
0: Like, I mean,
1: um, and the tiger jumps into the water, um, and kind of, uh, splashes and swims and twists around a little bit. To uh to cool off after the sun, um and says, you know what a real feat would be? What? What? <sighs> Bring that moon down. Whoa. Block those people from from making their way out into the waterfall out from the waterfall.
2: That would whoa, be Whoa, whoa, tiger, that is mad aggro. That would what, be where is this coming That from? would be something to speak of.
0: Hmm. Hmm. You're not Ooh, wrong. I have a card to play.
1: Sorry, I was trying to play the night and I did it.
0: <laughs> oh, go for it!
1: <laughs> I finally did it.
0: I think Moon Summit turns away. and Then when he turns back, there are suddenly no tears in his eyes. He says, y- "You know, Tiger, I didn't. I wasn't sure whether to listen to you because I didn't. I wasn't sure if you understood how our whole naming culture works, but
1: we watch a lot.
0: And I'm playing Moon. A solar eclipse, uh, complete and rapid transformation. You know what, Tori, you're right. Moon summit, who cares? You went to a place, you know, that's maybe worth a year, tops. Moon wrangler now. (laughs) Now that's a name. He says standing up a little bit taller. Tiger, I thank you for your wisdom.
2: Tori tries to exchange a worried look with the tiger, but does not find a worried look back. No, they don't that sit like takes a seat on a rock and considers. Uh, the tiger has
1: finally snagged a fish and is just eating it in a very self-satisfied manner and kind of preening, uh, preening whiskers and all of that. It's a very, a very happy tiger. <laughs>